Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is episode number 83. I'm Brooke McCallery. Thank you very, very much for uh, joining us. Well, sleep experiment, sleep experiment. <laughs> the sleep experiment doesn't really roll off the tongue very well. <laughs> and how, how are you? How are you feeling? Rested, well rested. <laughs> You're feeling exactly the same as you normally do, guys. It's just not much of an experiment for me uh, because it beca- it comes very very natural. Very naturally. Yeah. I I will say, quite honestly, that as of this moment, I am feeling like absolute rubbish. Because oh, <laughs> no, you're not very well at the moment. I don't feel very well. Um, it's a Sunday afternoon and I'm, I would actually really prefer to be in bed. Um, but aside from not feeling well, I'm finding this... Actually, I'm finding it really interesting. Yeah. This sleep. Why? Uh, because the what's happened, I think, I, I'm not worrying so much about the hours. And that's partly because I am probably getting eight hours every mm-hmm. night. But I'm not. it's not a numbers thing so much for me as a prioritization thing. Yeah. So I'm making decisions in the evenings and even more so in the mornings that, mac- that help me maximize my sleep. Which I think is interesting. And another interesting point, though, is more people have said to me this month, "You look tired," than they have done for a long time. So oh, that's interesting. It, it, you know, it is interesting, yeah. and I don't know whether or not I'm forcing myself to sleep longer than I need to. I, I don't think I am because the fact that you know I might choose to go back to sleep for another hour in the morning and sleep an hour longer um, means that I probably need it. Mm. So I feel like eight hours is probably about the right the right amount of sleep for me. I have been making an effort to shift it from getting up later to going to bed earlier. Mm-hmm. But I think that's something that would just take me a bit of time because I found my rhythm for a long time, going yeah. to bed about 9, yeah. 9.30, yeah. getting up 5, 5.30. But what I do is, of course, go to bed at 9, 9.30 and read for an hour. So mm-hmm. that really has been... You know what I've found really interesting is... Tell the, me. The ritual of, as in the process of going to sleep... So, let me paint you a picture. Please. So, we could be watching um, TV, winding down at the end of the day, and we watch the we watch the TV show and then we say, right, let's go to bed. Mm. The, act, the actual act of going to bed is quite a lot longer for you than it is <laughs> yes. for me. Yes. That's, yeah. I don't think that's uncommon. What do you mean? In relationships for one person, quite often the male... To <laughs> just go to bed. You're tiptoeing around this a little bit. No, no, no. Um, I, I do think that there's like often, oh, I don't know. In our relationship, that's always been the case. And for me, it's all—it's usually been because like I'll go and wash my face and take my makeup off and brush my mm. teeth and brush my hair and, yeah. and dick, about, dick around a bit in the, in the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. You, and on I'll the other hand. And I'll be snoring in bed by the time. Yeah. Like, so it's weird. So what I'm saying is like you'll. 
it could be nine o'clock, say, and and you do the quick calculation, nine o'clock, five o'clock. Mm. It's going to take me half an hour, so that's, that's I sleep till five thirty. So, you know, the, the, you have to factor in that time between saying. I'm off to bed and the actual art of sleep, the yes. art of sleeping it is now. <laughs> it's not the science. You're an artist. It's an art. Where for me, it's like I will be, if I say I'm going to bed at 9 o'clock, I'll be asleep at 9.06. Yep. Do you know what I like? Yeah, yeah, no, no I, it's not weird. I just think I, I quite enjoy that ritual. That ritual helps get me in the headspace right. of, like there are times where I draw it out and it does annoy me. I'm like, why don't I just do this a lot quicker? Yeah. But for the like the vast majority of the time, I will say, all right, I'm off to bed. So I'll go into the bathroom, I'll wash my face, I'll brush my teeth, mm. I'll brush my hair, I'll, I don't know, go and tuck the kids in, whatever, like, tidy up check a little the, bit, check on, check on the, the kids, yeah. Put the dishwasher on. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a few things to do. Yeah, but I quite enjoy that yeah. ritual. Like, to me, yeah. it gets me ready for bed, you yeah. know, and I feel... I mean, not that I'm 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 not married to the idea of getting everything all squared away before I go to bed because some nights I don't want to, so I don't. But generally speaking, I quite like, you know, having things relatively sorted before I go to bed. You know, if I plan on getting up in the morning, going for a walk or doing yoga, um, I'll often put like my clothes out and set my alarm and yeah, know, make sure it's all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, like on the other side of the room so that I have to get, get out of bed. Physically get out of bed, yeah. <laughs> so there is definitely a ritual for me and that helps because then the final part of my ritual is to get in bed and read. Um, so, yeah, I think it does take me a lot longer to announce that I'm going to bed and to go through the process and get to sleep. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I wanted to bring that up because it's interesting because I think you always do the quick calculation <laughs> quite a lot like mm. you're like okay i'm off to bed and you, and you do the okay so it's nine o'clock now half now so it's i'll wake up at five i'll be i'll be able to get up at five thirty because that's the eight hours yeah. do you know what i mean like yeah. you do that yeah. sort of calculation where it just it's not a fa- it's just not a factor for me right yeah yeah. Okay. What I'll different do, strokes for different folks. Uh, I, th- I guess it is. I guess it is. But you don't. You don't have trouble going to sleep, and I don't mm. really either. But mm. I do feel like that ritual does help me to wind down from the day. Mm. So maybe if I didn't, mm. like, there's been times where I've been just a bit over it and don't don't do that those ritual things. Mm. It kind of feels weird. Mm. So it's just part of the rhythm of my day, I guess, that I quite enjoy. You know, unwinding. Yeah. Um. So, we went camping. Yes, we did. <laughs> How did that affect our sleep? Yeah, that was a bit of a fail, wasn't it, really? Uh, no, I wouldn't say a fail. Oh, no, it wasn't. I'm just trying to remember. It's been six days now. <laughs> no, I don't think it was a fail. So, we, um, we went camping in, like, a very cold area of yeah. the country yeah. at the beginning of winter. And, uh, look... I've always enjoyed sleeping when we camp. I always get really good sleep. This was a bit different because for the first time ever, we were in a camper van mm. rather than a tent. Uh, and that was in an attempt to mitigate the coldness. Didn't really help because the inside of the camper van was covered in ice when we woke up. But, you know. <laughs> That's what alone. happens when uh, you don't have gas. Minus seven degrees or something. But it, like I had, I had a couple of nights sleep that weren't very good. But I like there was nothing I could do about that. Yeah, I'm a. I don't get. I don't get the best sleep when I'm not. You like in my your own home bed. ground advantage. Yeah. 
so I didn't didn't sleep quite as well. But I'm thinking now. I remember. I was like, oh well, I was up quite early, but that's because I was in bed at six thirty. <laughs> it was that cold. It was so cold. We went to bed at half past six. Yeah, one night. <laughs> it was like semi snowing. We were sitting oh. around a campfire, and we're like, actually, you know what? I tell you what's going to be even better than this particular experience is getting into bed, <laughs> into our sleeping bags. So we did. Um, I did come home feeling a bit tired, but I think that was more about the, you know, the cold yeah. than anything else. Yeah. Um, interestingly, someone sent me some information during the week about something that you have mentioned. You know, you talk about Sundays, you like to get like a big sleep oh, in, yeah. try and catch massive, up on that sleep. Massive day. fan. Apparently, you can't actually catch up on sleep. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's one, so what is one it? train thought. Oh, it's, it's just psychological maybe. issue with me. Yeah, maybe you need more sleep and during the week you're not getting enough, like as much sleep as you, like your rhythm maybe. requires. I don't know. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just theorizing. But um, this woman who, who sent me yeah. the information has struggled with sleep issues for a long time. Okay. So uh, she's been getting help with sleep therapists and things like that. And her, it was either her GP or someone that she's been consulting with said that you're actually just better off to go to bed and get up at the same time every day regardless of the weekend regardless of workload regardless of all that kind of stuff because trying to catch up on sleep debt is actually um strengthening these bad you know habits habits and yeah these negative cycles and they can set oh. you up for you know for issues and i think it's like anything i i'd imagine it's like anything some people are more prone to struggling with that than others for a whole host of reasons like any you know, any health issues, probably genetics and circumstance and environment and work and stress and all that kind of stuff that goes into it. But I just thought it was interesting because I have heard that before, that catching up on sleep debt is not necessarily a possibility, mm. which kind of is a little bit depressing. Disappointing. Yeah. That's weird then. So it must be a psychological thing. Yeah, maybe. Like This is just one person's experience and one person's you know, information, but I just thought it was interesting to mention because you did say that you like the idea of going to to bed, um, you know, and trying to catch up on that. Uh, before we wrap up for the week, though, I did want to mention uh, that the course, A Simple Year, that I've been uh, involved in for the last four years, which usually only opens for registration in, in December and January. Right is currently open for registration for the next four days. It's closing on the 23rd of June, but we've had so many people contacting us and asking us about uh, registering for, for this year. People don't seem to be want to, wanting to wait until January, December, January to get started. And why would you? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> but uh, for those of you who don't know what the heck I'm talking about, Simple Year is a course, an e-course that I've uh, put together with Courtney Carver and Leo Babauta and Jules Clancy from Stone Soup and Kate Flanders, Colin Wright, quite a few writers and creators in the, the you know simple living kind of sphere. And we all are teaching a month or two worth of you know, information, I guess, about how to simplify different areas of your life. So um, you know, we've got money, we've got decluttering, we've got work, we've got um, screen time and online digital life, that kind of stuff, travel, um, you know, spending time with family and how we can, you know, work to, to get those things operating in a way that we actually want to. My module, 
was the first one of the year actually, which was decluttering. So if you are interested in signing up and are curious about what would happen to the first six months of information, you would you'll be given a um, access to the website, of course, access to all of the video webinars that we've done, access to our private Facebook group, and all of the previous month's coursework in a handy little PDF file. So if you wanted to check that out, uh, you can just head to slowyourhome.com and one of the tabs at the top of the website has a simple year listed. Just click on that and that'll send you through. But I just wanted to make a note of that because um, we've only got four days until it closes. So Cool. Yeah. But this week, I don't know, I think I'm just going to keep trotting along with the sleep prioritization rather than, you know. Than, Obsession. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's part of the reason why I feel like we're going to take July off because we didn't want to dip into, you know, obsession. Obsessive, compulsive no, no. behavior. No, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Sunday nights are like that for me. Anyway, that's another. That's another story. That's Sleepy another, another story. Hmm. So in the meantime, um, use the hashtag Slow Home Experiment if you're following along. Yeah. And Send us some uh, Instagram shots of you asleep. <laughs> Creepy. Jack Rabbit FM. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.